Welcome to day two of our look through 1 Corinthians chapter 16. We're talking in this chapter about ways that you and I see God's continuing work in our lives. And it really has to do with our attitude, the, the spirit that's in our hearts. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that you have to have a generous spirit. There's something about a generous attitude that makes all the difference. Today, in, particularly in verses five to nine, but beginning back in verse four, we're gonna look at the fact that we also need to have an expectant spirit. A giving spirit, but then also an expectant spirit. Listen to what Paul says as he talks about ministry in these verses, beginning in verse four. If it seems advisable for me to go also, they will accompany me. He's talking about the taking up of this offering and taking it to the people in Jerusalem. If it seems advisable for me to go also, they will accompany me. After I go through Macedonia, I will come to you, for I will be going through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay with you for a while, or even spend the winter, so that you can help me on my journey wherever I go. I do not want to see you now and make only a passing visit. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. So Paul, in these verses, is talking about his ministry plans, what God is doing, how God is working. But as always, he's talking about it with a spirit of expectancy. God's going to do something. And you can really hear this spirit of expectancy in verses 8 and 9. Listen to what he says in these verses. But I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost, because a great door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many who oppose me. Now, in these verses, verses 8 and 9, Paul talks about three key perspectives to living with an expectant spirit in this world. As you look through these verses, he talks about a great door that's been opened. He talks about a commitment to remain. I will stay on at Ephesus. And he talks about many who oppose. Those are the characteristics of someone who is able to live with an expectant spirit. They see all three of these things in their life. The great doors in life, the necessity at times of life to remain where you are, but also the opposition in life. You have to understand all of those in order to live with an expectant spirit. Walk through these with me. First, Paul talks about a great door that's been opened. Paul says this door for effective work has been opened to me in Ephesus, so I am sticking here because God's at work. Paul didn't see this work as something just to pass by or to leave for others. He saw an open door for ministry. And when Paul saw an open door for ministry, he was drawn in. That's what drew him every time in life. Like a light draws a moth, like a, like a bee is drawn to honey, Paul was drawn to the open doors for ministry. People who live with expectancy look for God's open doors. You may have been knocking on a closed door for months or years, or sometimes people even knock for decades. And it may be that God wants you to stay somewhere and work in a very hard work, and it doesn't seem like the door is opening like it should. But I also know that there are many times when we as Christians feel like, no, I have to stay here. I have to keep suffering for Jesus in this. Paul had the wisdom to lift his eyes above the circumstances he was in at the moment and look around and say, God, is there somewhere else you want me to be? When's the last time you prayed that prayer? in your ministry, in your life, in your job. God, is there somewhere else that you want me to be? It may be that the reason things are not working like they should where you are right now is because God needs you to be somewhere else. And one of the reasons Paul was used in such a great way in his life, but also one of the reasons he was able to live with such expectancy in his life is he was constantly looking for that open door. Where's God at work? And how can I join God in the work that he's doing? 
Instead of staying where you are and saying, God, would you show up and help me in the work that I want to do? Looking for open doors means you're looking around saying, God, where are you at work and how can I join you in the work that you are doing? It is not necessarily faith to always stay in a difficult situation where nothing is happening. Sometimes it's stubbornness. Sometimes it's being a martyr. Sometimes it is faith. How do you know? The only way to know is talk to the Lord about it. The only way to know is to lift your eyes up and to look for the open doors. And if you see something that looks like an open door, what do you do? You move toward it. The only way to know the door is open is to try to go through it. (laughs) Sometimes I've thought a door is open and I try to go through it and it slams right in my face or it was slammed the whole time. I just missed it. I didn't understand it. That happened to Paul too. You can read about it in the book of Acts. There were places he thought he was supposed to go. Slammed the door. The only way to know that is to move toward it. So if you've been stuck somewhere for a long time, if you feel like I'm not living with that expectant spirit anymore, look for some open doors, start to move towards them, and just see what God does. That's one of the key perspectives to living with this expectant spirit. A second key perspective is the attitude he had that I will stay on at Ephesus, I will remain. This door of service was an invitation for him to stay. Paul would not refuse this opportunity to stick there and to do Christian ministry. People who live with expectancy are willing to also stay. There are some people who think an expectant spirit is, I'm always looking for the next big thing. So they're always looking for an open door, and they skip from this to this to this to this. And even when they find an open door, the most exciting thing to them is that the door was open. Wow, God could do great things here. But then they go on and look for another open door. If you find an open door, what Paul is saying here is, go through it. And if you go through an open door, that means you're going to stay. I will remain, to stick it out in the place that God has put you. It wasn't always easy in Ephesus. The fact that the door is open doesn't mean there's not going to be problems. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you see the open door. You see God at work. So you stay where God is working. You stay where God is working. Now, there's a time in your life when you might realize God's not working here anymore. And that's when you begin to look for another open door. The brook has dried up. And it seems like God's not in that place anymore. Well, he wanted you there at one time. He may want you somewhere else right now. The idea that he wants you in a certain place for the rest of your life, if you read the New Testament, read the Old Testament, that doesn't happen very often, if at all. God wants us to move towards the open doors. But once we find one, we need to go through it. And that means you stay there while God is working. And then Paul says this amazing third thing that is one of the hallmarks of those who live with an expectant spirit. He says, a great door for effective service has opened for me, and there are many who oppose me. It's almost as if that's a positive. Paul includes the idea of adversaries in this wide open door. When God opens the door, Paul had recognized this in his ministry. He'd seen it again and again and again. When God opens the door, Satan's going to try to block the way. So don't think that an open door means there's not going to be any opposition. In fact, Paul saw that if he was where God wanted him to be, there would be opposition. Living with expectancy means that you're not shocked when that happens. You expect God to open doors, but you also realize that Satan is going to give opposition. There are some who think if Satan gives opposition, if there's any negativity of any kind, it must mean God's not in it. Well, all you have to do is look at the ministry of Jesus to realize that's just a false teaching. There was negativity all over the place in the ministry of Jesus Christ because he had open doors everywhere that he went. He was God in human flesh. So anybody who did not want to follow what he was teaching 
came in opposition against him. They didn't realize that Satan was motivating that opposition, but he was. Paul was determined not only to recognize that there were adversaries, but he was determined to see God overcome those adversaries, to see God emerge victorious in this situation in Ephesus. So he was just watching what God was doing. What are you expecting to happen in your life or in other people's lives that are around you? Isn't it amazing that we often get exactly what we expect will happen? What we expect will happen is what does happen. There is a faith factor in your life of how you're expecting God to work. And Paul reminds us in these verses about how this faith factor works. It's not just a matter of positive thinking. It's not a matter of me pushing myself forward or selling myself. It's a matter of spiritually looking at the world in a new way. So as you think about expectancy in your life, here are the questions to think about. Where's the open door right now? Are you looking for it? Are you passing by an open door right now? You also need to think about the question, am I willing to keep trusting in the struggle of faith? Am I willing to remain right now where God has put me? I'll tell you, in a relationship, in a marriage, for instance, God has told us to remain. So no matter what, we know the right thing to do is to remain in that place and to trust him in the struggle of faith and to watch him work. And as you think about expectancy in your life, you also need to think through the question, am I going to allow adversaries to keep me from God's abundance? The fact that there's something in the way to keep me from going through God's open door. The door is open, but there is opposition. When you think about expectancy in your life, just think about it in terms of just going to church on a weekend. Let's just start there. When you come to church on a weekend, do you go to church because you're expected to be there or because you're expecting Jesus to do something in your life and in the life of the people that are there? You just start there at the very simple, simple meeting of believers together and then build from there when it comes to the ministry in your life, when it comes to the relationships in your life, when it comes to the decisions of your life, when it comes to what's happening in your business, what's happening in your school. Are you doing it just because you think God expects me to do this? Because you're expecting God to be at work. God does not want us to live the life under a burden of his expectations. He wants us to live our lives with faith, expecting him to be at work. Jesus you're the giver of all good gifts. So help us to live with new expectation. Not, not an expectation that's built on our selfishness, but an expectation that's built on our willingness to serve others and to see you at work through our lives. Jesus, you want to reach the world. You want to touch the world. And you've told us you want to use us. So it's, it's only faith. It's only right that we expect you to do that. So I pray particularly for me, for every one of us, Help us to see your open doors this week. Help us to go through them. Help us to stay in that place where you're working. And help us to not let those adversaries, those enemies, keep us from continuing to do the work you've given us to do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to talk together about what it means to have a humble spirit.